Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new, best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you guys doing today? Well, I have been asked this question quite a bit, and I decided let's not answer people individually, Wendy. Let's share the wealth and let's create a podcast episode all about how it is that you can figure out whether or not divorce is the right choice for you. So as we all know, marriage is hard. It's complicated. And so when we ask a question like, is divorce right for me? It is not easy and there is no right answer. There's also no set of rules that is going to govern or really confirm your decision. And so what ends up happening inside of us is that we have almost like this tug of war. We've got that internal conflict happening. And the reason why is because the choice impacts more than just us. It impacts our kids, our idea of family, our lifestyle, finances, our mental state, and that's just a few. And many of us tend to cling to the illusion that either we can fix things or that eventually things will get better. And what ends up happening is that In those situations, we tend to see that, you know, fear and anger and frustration tend to take over. And so we have a really hard time evaluating what is right for us from an objective perspective. And don't get me wrong, not all marriages are are salvageable. And the best thing that I can tell you to do is to really think about what is best for you. And I'm sure you're saying, but I don't know what that is, Wendy. I don't know if my marriage is over. Well, what I want to share with you guys in today's episode is my list of signs that your marriage is over. And I'm going to share five of them with you, but just please caveat. Okay. Here's my caveat for you guys. It doesn't mean that all five have to be present. Okay. I'm just highlighting what some of the most common ones are that I hear and There have been times where even one or maybe two were critical enough where couples have decided to call it quits. So here we go. Number one is if your communication is broken. So while it may be unintended, communication does tend to break down in marriages. And what that does is it creates a lot of conflict and resentment between couples. And I can tell you guys that this was the number one issue in my marriage. And because it went unaddressed, we headed down the divorce road. And so what I want to stress to you guys is that it is so incredibly important to understand what communication breakdown looks like in your marriage 
and to take active steps to figure out how can I fix this? How can I solve it? But know that if that's not something possible, you may want to choose to speak to somebody else or else what's going to happen is that the discomfort and the strain that you're feeling is going to just make you withdraw. And sometimes on the other side, you know, one of you may dig your heels in the sand and be unwilling to find middle ground. But what is most important is to figure out how it is that you can prioritize working on your communication and deciding whether or not you guys can do that together. Now, if you feel like the other person is not interested and you feel like it's very one-sided, well, that's an answer. You've got to be honest with yourself and figure out what's best for you in the long run. Number two, you feel a little suspicious about random acts of generosity. And this one actually hits very close to home because this was a massive indicator that something was going on. And I'll share my experience around this. So for my 40th birthday, I wanted to go to Vegas with all of my best friends. So my husband planned a couple's trip for us and all of my friends. However, during the vacation, um, I felt that it was it was blown up and blown out of proportion. And it just felt really strange because it didn't feel like me. Like the things that were planned just were so over the top. And I definitely felt like he was compensating for something. And, you know, listen, there were times where he bought me flowers randomly, but this was on a whole other level. And so for me, it was a big clue that something was going on. And ultimately, as you guys know, that's, you know, it was my clue to know and to really affirm my intuition that he was having an affair. And what it also showed me was that our marriage, the foundation of our marriage had really been broken. And all of my ex's efforts really looked like band-aids instead of long-term solutions. And so ultimately relationships really do require, as I said, as number one, healthy communication and trust. Um, and for me personally, neither one of those were present in my marriage. Number three, when you get into an argument, divorce is top of mind and becomes an option. So as you guys know, none of us get married thinking, you know, of a plan B being divorced, but at the same time for many of us that does become a reality. But unfortunately, it's often a result of constant fighting or feeling like you're living like roommates. Um or perhaps all you do is see what is wrong with them, right? You you just see all their flaws. And so when we are able to resolve a conflict, right? Think about when you're when you get into a fight, but then you talk through it afterwards. What ends up happening is that intimacy is created, and it's a chance for you guys to grow together as a couple. But if the opposite is happening, if you guys are getting into fights and there's no intimacy on the other side, that is a big red flag. So your ability to handle conflict as a couple is a really big indicator around whether or not your relationship can survive. And don't get me wrong, it's totally normal for two people to not agree or see eye to eye on everything. But what I'm saying is that you get to acknowledge and hold space for one another's opinions and interests and likes and dislikes. But when something arises where you are standing really firm in your place, the 
inability to resolve it jointly is a major red flag. Number four, when your memories of the past bring you more joy than the present moment. Oh my goodness, I can relate to this. Shared memories are vital, okay? Because they are the glue that keep happy marriages together. However, everybody's life gets stressful and demanding and you can either look back on those moments as moments and pillars of strength and trusting and knowing that you can get back there or you can just feel like you are done. Um, and if you really feel like your memories of your past are better than the now of what you are living, I do want to encourage you to not give up because there is still the possibility. Um, it, it takes two people, right? It takes two people to make a marriage work and to get get back to a place where you want to create a happy and joyful uh, marriage and to create new memories together. So really evaluate that piece. And then finally, number five, if spending time apart brings you more joy than spending time together, that is another major red flag, you guys. Actions speak louder than words. And if your spouse is suddenly spending a lot more time at work or is going out with friends and not making time for you, something is wrong. If you are not actively making an effort, then there is a major red flag around the intimacy in your marriage and questioning whether or not you are prioritizing spending time together. If you don't see the other person investing the time and the energy the same way that you do, or if you're the one not investing time and energy in to make the relationship work, then that is also information. But I'm here to tell you, you do not get to settle. It is so important that you see your worth, that you see your value and don't settle for less. I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. You know, I love to hear your feedback. So please feel free to reach out. Don't forget that I also have my book out. It is called Divorce Sucks Now What? You can buy it on Amazon. You can also go to divorcesucksnowwhat.com and not only see how you can order the book, but I've got a ton of free resources there as well that you guys can download. Uh, tons of great PDFs, regardless of where it is that you are in your journey. And as usual, Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, come on in, enjoy and join the conversation. I hope that you guys got some nuggets of information to help you wherever it is that you guys are. And perhaps even you heard some things that I talked about today where you're telling yourself, wow, now I understand why my marriage didn't work. I know that I can look back and say that myself. So I hope that you guys have a beautiful rest of your day, no matter where it is that you guys are sending you so much love, light, and joy as always. Mwah. Bye everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know, or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.